0: It started okay, so yes, you told me about El Dollop.
1: I I've heard of it. I've listened to a few minutes of it. El Dollop. Um, they they really promoted this on on our favorite podcast. Now you now have a f- new favorite podcast. I don't think that's a good idea, but our favorite podcast is the Dollop, I, huh? I think.
0: I, I, I mean, I think. I can have, I think we can have our own separate individual favorite podcasts, but jointly the two of us as friends have a favorite podcast between the two of us. (laughs) And I think it's clear which podcast that is. And it's not ours.
1: No, it's not ours. It's the Dollop, an American history podcast with... What they call Dave Anthony and Gareth Reynolds, and um, they are now by now on the uh, All Things Comedy Network, whatever that is. But it's a is it a podcasting network or is it a bigger thing?
0: I think it's it's Bill Burr's like corporate entity, is what it is.
1: Whoever Bill Burr is, um, and
0: he, he's a <laughs> somewhat more famous comedian than those guys. All right. Um.
1: And yeah, now they they are producing uh, not they but the the network is producing um, and a Spanish version of the Dollop, which uh, is probably going to be pretty great if you speak Spanish. Um, so they're taking the same scripts, the same histories, the st- same stories from American history. And translating it to Spanish and then read it and do the same thing just in Spanish. And Are they
0: doing the same stories? Yeah. I know the format is remarkably similar.
1: Yeah, no. Um, I started listening to the first episode and it's the, I think it's in English, it's the Radio Gold. Gold. Um, it's about uh, uh, the discovery of radioactive material and how. It was used in paint, fluorescent paint, and how
0: Oh, yeah. Remember? Oh, okay, that, I, I missed that. Everybody
1: just pretty much ate it and licked it and got sick. Right. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I am very much looking forward to our next extended stay in a Latin American country where I will try to learn Spanish properly. And then I'm going to listen to all those episodes of El Dollop.
0: Well, I listened to the first 15 seconds of that episode, and I was shocked at how faithful it was to the format. Mm-hmm. I was incredibly impressed by that. It it remind Yeah, I, it's just... Wow. So, yes, go listen to El Dollop if you understand. Also, they're really funny. They are really funny in Spanish. Like, they have great delivery. It's outstanding. It's incredible. But, yes, I miss Mexico quite a bit. Hopefully, El Dollop will remind me of it. But that gets me thinking, what other podcasts have you been on? You laugh. Why are you laughing? Why are I'm, you
1: laughing? I'm laughing because you you try to, to make a real, you know, a professional transition from one topic to the other, where we just, uh, okay, anyways.
0: But we discussed yep. it. We yes. discussed it in advance. Yes, we actually we did. plotted out an yeah, episode. I, we decided what our draft was going to be. Oh wait, we decided we're not doing a draft. <laughs> we actually spent uncharacteristically spent five minutes. See, this is this is where I'm going to do my shout out. Um, so Eamon Armstrong, I've mentioned his podcast before. I've put it in the show notes before, uh, and I'm totally blanking on the name of it now. Life is a festival. The Life is a Festival podcast, which I've never been on, but I'm a huge fan of. I'm a huge fan of Eamon's. Um, He, on Facebook the other day, discovered the fact that I had a podcast. He was like, Nick, I didn't know you had a podcast. And his podcast is very produced, very professional, very thematically appropriate. He's got his whole shtick down. Mm -hmm. Our shtick is just... Random. Like we started off talking about Mexican food and then somehow we're not even in Mexico anymore and we're still doing this. And so I'm just kind of afraid that he's at some point going to discover it and then just be Nico. Oh. Cause he knows me as like the Uber professional at mm-hmm. events. Like if something happens, I just come in and I boom, fix it and i'm sure this podcast is going to be very uncharacteristic it's it's going to clash with his understanding of who exactly i am because we're just basically two guys talking
1: yeah and that's okay and it's not going to change um maybe at the end of this episode i can tell you about how i will be a professional podcaster very soon what yes okay that's a teaser um, okay.
0: All I right. did. I now did. who's now who's bringing the professionalism into several ways to yeah. live?
1: Um, I did. I did go onto a. I was a guest at another uh, podcast recently. Uh, it was a very short episode, but that was on purpose. Uh, my friend uh, Nathan. Uh, he's uh, known on Twitter and Mastodon is known as Zeitschlag. One moment. Catherine's here. Gleich. Nein. Danke. I, Catherine's cooking, and she expected me to be finished by now. And uh, our time schedules, our schedules are not lined up today. Anyways, and Nathan, he um, he started working f- from home full time um, about six weeks ago, seven weeks ago. So he started a new job. The new company is fully distributed, and. So, it's a new situation. He doesn't have to go to the office anymore. He's at home all day, all by himself. And so, he uh, started this podcast with very short episodes. Um, The the content is just, you know, if you subtract the introduction and the outro, uh, then it's maybe two or three minutes each. But he picks a single uh, um, topic that is on his mind, like, I mean, ergonomic setup office desk, or uh, lunch, or taking breaks, stuff like that, that you really should, ha- you have to learn, because it's different when you're on your own than when you go to the office. And uh, a few weeks ago, I spent a week not going to the office and not working from home, but I spent a week at uh, in my hometown uh, visiting with friends, and I worked from there for a week. And so after that week, uh, which was fairly interesting to me as well, um, I went on his podcast to discuss what I discovered in th- that week of, uh, I wouldn't call it a vacation, but maybe it was. I s- went to another place for a week. I worked from there and um, it certainly was different than my usual week. Yeah. It, unfortunately, it's in German, so we, you cannot listen to it. Because you still don't know enough German?
0: I mean, I could listen to it. I just wouldn't <laughs> be able to understand 90% of it. Do you need to go uh, eat with Catherine now?
1: No, Should I don't. Should we pause this? No, no, no.
0: It's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because you did say she she came into the room.
1: Yeah, but that's fine. We didn't. Ah,
0: yeah. Okay. You didn't. Uh, okay. Um, well, that sounds, that's very timely and interesting. How how long are his episodes? Because our episodes range from I think thirty seconds to six days in length.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm um, no, his the shorter episodes are about like three or four minutes, and and our episode was the longest, obviously, because um, um, I was there too, so it was maybe twelve minutes total. Um, which is uh, because I mean he started doing these things daily, and for a daily uh, uh, for a daily podcast that is a really nice length, just uh, and also you, yeah, so it's not oh and the podcast is called uh, so the English uh, translation would be Home Alone, allein to House, and um, yeah we'll put it in the show notes. I can recommend it
0: home alone or is it something in german
1: it's a german it's allein zu haus
0: okay
1: yeah he couldn't take l- okay. home alone
0: okay right i well okay yeah. but you know this will be a good thing for the show notes will i be able to figure out what will I be able to link the podcast in the show notes only being given a german search term that appears to be very common this this will be funny Stay tuned to the Several Ways to Live show notes to see if Nick can figure this part out. Or if Nick does the show notes, you know, in 2027, because t- I think the last time it took me.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, we have to, to mention, uh, at least Nicholas. he asked me, why did you publish three episodes in one day? Then I told him <laughs> what happened. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, so Nick, what happened? Why did we publish three episodes in a single day?
0: Because I was – so I'm, it's tax season in the U.S. I am working – well, at, the, at that time I was working only 60 hours a week. Now I'm working 80 hours a week.
1: How um, many hours does one week have? It's not much more than 80.
0: No, it, 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 it is. Because think about it, 24 hours times seven days. Think about it. You, you can you can do this math. One
1: hundred
0: forty-eight. One hundred no, sixty-eight. Sixty-eight. One hundred sixty-eight. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. You're, you're looking at me funny. <laughs> Even though I'm in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and you're in Germany. Uh, We do actually have a Skype set up between us so that we can actually look at each other when we're talking. I think it it makes, we've discovered that this makes remote podcasting easier because for most of the history of this podcast, we've been sitting across a table from each other. And yes, so I was working a lot at that time. And I I do work remotely. I, I do work from home. And I forgot exactly where I was going with the story, or why I even brought it up.
1: Uh, why you didn't uh, do the show notes for? Uh, three
0: and months. so it was two o'clock in the morning when I was wrapping up with work, and I had this message from you saying, "Hey, it's okay if we." It was some. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was some kind of message along the lines of, "Do we still have a podcast together?" <laughs> We've we've, get, we've had – I edited these episodes literally last year at this point. Are are we going to be okay? And then I think this was when – the podcast or when Kristen first brought up and – actually, can I bring up my big news? So you had a teaser. Yeah, yeah. I should you have can, a teaser too. Yeah, okay. Because oh, you, do you know what I'm going to talk about?
1: Yes, I, of course I know.
0: Okay. Well, I don't know. I haven't told everybody. I, yeah, there's you have, a lot you, of people I haven't told. You've told me. And, and I think, okay, I've told you, but I've told very few people. So we have big news. And one of these episodes was the very first, like when I had realized, oh, I live with a girlfriend and I have a girlfriend now. I,
1: I think um, you mentioned that.
0: This was unclear. We had to establish this concretely on, uh, on Mastodon. And people were saying, I listened to the whole episode and I'm not sure if Nick... Is dating somebody? I'm not exactly sure. Sure, it's like I woke up at this person's house and ba- basically, if you are a man and you podcast from some from a from a if, okay, if you are a heterosexual male and you are in a heterosexual relationship and you podcast from your girlfriend's house and you bring your girlfriend on the podcast and you talk about bringing that girlfriend breakfast they are your girlfriend i don't know another way around this i mean of course you could be exceptionally drunk or on some other kind of bender or forgotten that you podcast but in that case i probably wouldn't have let that episode that that would have been a patreon patreon subscribers only episode um but at any rate so what happened was is that I decided I said, Oh, I'll do the show notes like tonight and I told you this it's something like two o'clock in the afternoon. It's two o'clock in the morning and I can't sleep and I just listened to the episodes and bang out the show notes. All three show notes. I think I did two in one night and then one in another night and I just hit publish on them. And then they like you came have... out as yeah, exactly. So we so you know, we're we were on hiatus for six years and then published three episodes in one day.
1: So we are on a on the fast track to hitting our twelfth episode goal for this year. Yay! <laughs> uh, let me go back to to um, my week of vacation. Um, that was the topic of that episode on Nathan's podcast. Because um, told you in the in, the, in our uh, conversation before the re- recording, um, one. Up to now, I thought about the possibility of maybe uh, taking a few weeks of vacation, going to Mexico, maybe going to the beach for two weeks first, and then somehow uh, stay there for three or four weeks longer and work from there. And after the one week uh, that um, I worked from another place, that was not my home or my office, I kind of thought that that may not work, and you were very surprised about that. And uh, so, so let me try to let me try to explain what my thinking is, and then you tell me that I'm wrong. So uh, one thing that I noticed in that week is that I really need, and I think everybody needs, a good setup, a good uh, desk setup. For really working efficiently and uh, effectively, um, I was very lucky that I stayed, stayed with friends and my friend Alex. He I, I spent pretty much all week in their basement, and he has a desk and he has an external uh, uh, display. And uh, I had just had to plug in his USB-C uh, connector into my uh, ThinkPad, and everything worked. It wasn't perfect because uh, his uh, uh, display is old and crappy, but it was. Perfectly fine for that one week. I would need something like that if I wanted to work in Mexico. Um, I do not want to work uh, from my laptop for four weeks. It's okay for a day, uh, maybe two days, but more than that, I really don't want to do that. So I would need uh, some kind of decent office. Um, And then, I mean, the time difference between... Germany, where my company is, and Mexico is seven hours. That is a really, really, really long time. And whenever just one person uh, works uh, from a different place and everybody else goes to the office, they have to be okay with that. And they have to do some extra work to make it work. And right now, I don't think uh, that is going to happen. You look funny. And
0: wh- why not?
1: Um, because yeah, it it may work for a week. Because then okay, then one can say okay, let's talk next week. Or um, the the extra care that everybody has to take is it's okay for a week, but maybe not for. Um. It, I can see might, that. Might, 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 yeah, because my company is not a distributed company. Um, we go to the office. Three wait, wait, hold days hold a up week. a second. Yeah.
0: You you say distributed company, and I think the users, the non-German okay. native English-speaking users, we can figure out. But when most people, but when you say distributed, yeah. over here we say remote, and I think that's an important. Yeah.
1: Okay. Distinction. Okay. Okay. I. I. Um, I yeah you say remote we say remote too so the the also in germany uh um everybody talks about remote work and they we actually use the english word remote um when i say distributed i i um try to let's say Nathan's company right they don't have a central office they are in all in different places there's no central hub um so they are a distributed company. Of course, when I uh, go to when I work from home, then I work remotely for my company, which is located in Frankfurt. Um, what I'm trying to, I think, re- to make remote work possible or uh, easier for a company, it helps to not call it remote work, because remote work. Uh, always implies that uh, the regular work is happening in the office at one central place and remote work is something special that is different and is, I don't know. Uh, So when I use distributed work or distributed company, I try to not have the same negative connotation for the same thing. But let's call it remote work. It is for in, in most companies.
0: Okay. All right, we can do it. We can, we can do that. I mean, that's, that's where I was going.
1: So for me, if I uh, work remotely and everybody else is in the office, it is extra work for them because it's not a normal thing. Even though, my, but you my, love my, it. Um. In general, yes. That one week, it was, it was exhausting, uh, because um.
0: Well, I, well, what's the difference between it being exhausting working from a place where you don't have a good setup versus your house where you have a no, good
1: no, setup? no, 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 I, and no. And no, no. we should We're put
0: just, pictures of our setups. Yeah. In the show notes.
1: I I'm de- I'm redoing my setup today actually. So, oh, okay. so the, the the one thing that I learned during that week is that I believe uh, I know the reason, but every, working during that week was harder than usual. But not harder because I couldn't get anything done. Harder because I got so much done. I worked with uh, for longer periods of time with full concentration, which makes it harder and exhausting, Be- is because I there were no interruptions. As I said, I was in the basement of, of my friend's house, and uh, there were no <laughs> interruptions. Uh, I could concentrate solely on my work, and that was a pretty hard week, because obviously I tried of of course, I also try to do good work during their week to show that it's possible and that I can do it. Um, but um, yeah, that but and that is also something that Nathan noticed uh, the first weeks that he started working from home. Uh, that basically in the in the office you have so many interruptions and so many possibilities to uh, just take a break, um, have a casual conversation. Uh, and maybe you do that more often than when you're working from home.
0: See, that that's the weird, I mean, so I work from home pretty much all the time. Like, I don't, I used to go into the office. I don't even go into the office anymore. Uh, I, I stopped going to the office in like January, not for any particular reason. But uh, it just was easier for me to work from home. Like, I'd get up, I'd go to the library in Kristen's house where I have my setup and I should probably take a picture of that setup right now. And that's the thing is I will sometimes just get into a zone or I'll be on a call. I, I take calls. I, I'm, I'm on a lot of calls, ironically. I don't like doing calls, but I am getting used to it. Um, I don't like doing calls with people I know very well, like clients that I know, like random people that I sometimes have to call back from my other job. Uh, that's fine but people I know I can tend to get distracted. There was one time that I ended up having to work from a, a Delta Sky Club at the Detroit airport. I ended up going to Detroit and ended up working all day from the Sky Club in the airport. I forget why I did that but I totally understand what you mean when you can't get up or can't leave or when you're super focused. I mean, I got up once or twice to get, you know, new drink or something like that. Um, It is way different, but when I'm at home, I mean, there is the distraction Kristen will come in and different things like that, but I'll just lose time. I'll totally lose track of time working from home. I'll be on, I'll, I'll go in at like six o'clock in the afternoon and then come out and it'll be 11 and I'll forgotten to take my dinner break, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's weird how, when you're in an office though, that will never happen Mm -hmm. because you'll get, I mean, you can get in the zone on a thing and work for a couple of hours, but it's harder to lose track of time when there's other people.
1: Yes. There, there is a reason why I go to the office very, very early. I take the first train, which leaves uh, Mannheim at six thirty-two, so and I'll be at the office at seven twenty. That is the earliest I can do it. And then for maybe two and a half, three hours max, I'm pretty much alone in the one in, in our uh, back-end engineering corner, and I really, really need that time to get things done. To to get the hard things done, and the big difference. No, I I yeah
0: yeah that my I'm the opposite way. I I need to be the last one to leave the office.
1: Yeah yeah yeah. To yeah. get
0: or I can't get anything done because if I if because when I'm with there and with people, it's like also my boss will just come in randomly and uh, and be all ooh what's going on you know derp a derp
1: yeah yeah. No, other colleagues, they stay late. Yeah, I know that. Um, so whenever I, for some stupid reason, I stay late at, like at, until six o'clock at night, um, there are a few colleagues who are there who are very friendly and casual during the day, but at night they work. And um, probably for the same reason, because then they have the time and the... Um, the the distraction-free time that they need to get things done. So, and uh, during that week, now, first of all, I do work from home two days a week. Um, That's just how we do it, the whole company, or at least it's possible. And all the backend engineers, they do that. And those those days are different than most because we don't communicate as much because that is time for us to uh, code. And uh, because it's just two days a week, I think I n- I've not gotten used to working from home so much because I've never gotten into a rhythm. A few weeks back, there was a big th- storm and all the trains uh, were canceled for Monday morning. So suddenly I was at home Monday and Tuesday and it was a really good feeling. On Wait,
0: how did the, what? How did the s- trains get canceled because of a storm? What happened Because there,
1: there was a storm and the Deutsche Bahn... Uh, decided before anything broke that uh, they're going to cancel the trains so that nothing happens while the trains are running. And it was a good call. Nothing happened. And uh, Like a thunderstorm? No, kind no, of no. Storm the big, are we, talk- uh, we were talking about a two-day storm with wind, you know.
0: Like thunderstorms, wind and rain, thunder no, no, and lightning, wind, very, very frightening.
1: Wind, wind,
0: wind, wind. Oh, wind. Okay, right. So that would just totally take out the electrical lines that the trains rely it, whatever on.
1: Whatever would happen. I mean, in the past there were uh, winds like that where, yeah, where the electrical lines uh, would get damaged, and then uh, all the trains would be late, and because they uh, uh, maybe they didn't get to their uh, um, to the place where they should be for the night, uh, etc. And this time they just said, okay, please. Don't go on uh, train rides for the next two days. We'll cancel uh, most of the long-distance trains, and then after two days, everything um, went back up and went smoothly. So that that was it was handled very well, actually. But that was
0: the first time. Very wo- German, huh? Very German.
1: It, it was the first time that they handled it this way, um, because the this last well, time or this, this way, this way, and this well both Um, because in the past i mean whenever there's a little bit of snow deutsche Bahn is in chaos it's it's just
0: total chaos just like everywhere is
1: so um so i had two days in a row that i worked from home and on the second day i noticed hey this is this is nice because i was in a rhythm um that i didn't have previously and so working uh, remotely for a week also brought me into that rhythm that i usually do not have and um yeah so it, it was exhausting because i had so much distraction free time to get things done and when i do my job well then it is it's then i'm Men, my, my mind is empty at the end of the day and I cannot work for 10, 12 hours because that's just too much for me. Uh, um, but um, and, and, and it's a good thing. I mean, when I'm done with my work, I cannot do much more good work. So that's a good sign to leave the office and go home. Um, when working from home, I have to be more conscious of that. Because, yeah, uh, time flies, and I do lose track of time, and that does not happen in the office, like you said.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I mentioned this, but if there's a certain um, popular self-service tax software in the United States that functions through a web browser. um, And as of late, because of various different things, if you've asked for a manager or a supervisor or something like that, oh, and that's, I don't know if you heard that slamming on the door, but that's Baklava, Kristen's cat, who who is desperately searching for some treats. Uh, if you call this popular tax software and ask for a supervisor, there's a 50% chance that I'll be the one calling you back. Mm-hmm. Because asking for a supervisor, can I talk to your manager? That's a very American thing. I don't know what what a similar concept is in other countries, but I want to speak to your manager is a very American request to make of somebody on the other end of a phone line who's trying to help you. Now, sometimes it's warranted. Sometimes the customer service agent isn't very good, and I do want to speak to your manager. Or some people just feel important that they don't want to talk to the line person. They want to talk to a manager. And yeah, so... Because
1: they know their stuff better, yeah.
0: Or whatever. And and so I'll get a... Uh, so I'll get... I'll take these calls. Basically what happens in our system is you have to, the line person can, there's no physical way for them to transfer the call to a supervisor. There's no supervisor queue. They get their information. They say, you'll get a call from a supervisor in 24 to 48 hours, depending on what the issue is. And I see those issues come in on Slack. And depending on what the issue is, uh, if it's something I'm qualified to handle, I'll take it. The vast majority of the time it's somebody searching for a refund. Uh, Like yesterday, this The desktop version of this tax product will allow you to activate the product five times before the license code doesn't work. And in the call, because all of our calls are recorded, this person also said that they shared the license code with a friend, which if you've ever read any terms and conditions for any piece of software yeah. that has ever been written in our lifetime that had terms and conditions, you'll know that that's not actually a thing that you can do. You are granted a personal, <laughs> exclusive, non-transferable license. I'm, mean, And we're talking about consumer software here. Obviously, there's big license, but but that's not what we're talking about here. And I, I had to call this person back. And normally, when I talk to a person, I say, is there any, you know, please explain the situation as you understand it, and what your desired resolution would be and let's work from there because a lot of people are just angry they lose their they lose their cool they lose their patience they just want and, and by the time they've finished you know yelling at one of the agents they feel kind of a little bit remorseful and then i call them a day or two days later And they're feeling, you know, I shouldn't have yelled at that guy, blah, 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 blah. And then they're calmed down and I can work with them to resolve the problem. In this case, I basically had to call this person. And I looked at his record in the computer and through lots of different phone numbers and, you know, different email addresses and different things like that. Every year, this person will call in and try to get free license codes and free things. And the company does provide pretty good service. They'll more often than not... They will, they'll let you go because stuff happens. Maybe you're trying to uninstall it and reinstall it, and uninstall it and reinstall it, and you end up having to activate it a bunch of times. Will we have the prop the the ability to give you a new license code? Mm-hmm. But I had to tell this guy, <clears throat> in no uncertain terms, that he was not ever going to get another license code from us, and he wanted to fight me on it. Mm-hmm. I said, "Yep, nope, not going to happen," in a very calm. Managerial voice. The weird thing about my work as opposed to yours is that, you know, accountants generally and this this varies. So if you're on an audit or a very big, complicated tax return, there's people there's accountants that they're that, you know, working for billionaires or whatnot, they might only ever work on one person's tax return. But that's not where I'm at. I'll work on I mean, right now I've probably worked on several.
1: My uncle's husband is someone like that, so he he uh, he manages. uh, So he's one client. So he's basically he's an employee of uh, one family, I think, and he manages their finances, everything, their wealth, and does their tax returns. That's it.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so, uh, but in my case, I'll do. You know, I'm probably on what we're in mid-March right now. Late March. Um, Yes, today's the 22nd. So that's late March, isn't it? it, Would you call that mid-March or late March? March. It's late March. Um, So I've probably done, I'd have to actually look in the system, but I'm probably like on my like three or 4,000th tax return at this point. And for some (laughs) tax returns, it'll just be a person saying, Like a very simple question, like if I'm taking calls off the floor, it'll be an incredibly simple question like, hey, what do I do with my 1095C, which is just your proof that you had health insurance from your employer? Mm -hmm. And I'll say, you do nothing with it. And they're like, cool, thanks, bye. And then they'll go about their day. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there will be some calls that will take all day because they have a ridiculously complicated tax issue or software issue or different things like that so the nature of my work is alternates between those supervisor calls which can take up to a full day to resolve and might need me to go way into the zone on something or i'll help five six people an hour with various different things so the flow is different and i've noticed that when i'm just sitting there waiting for a call like during the first part of the busy season, it was in the U.S., if you make under a certain amount and you have children, you get something called – there are two credits that are refundable credits, which means that not only are you not paying taxes or getting everything that was withheld out of your paycheck refunded to you, you're going to get additional money from the government for being poor or for having children. And so you might – the a tax return for certain earners may end up accounting for up to a third of their total income for the year. So they really want that refund and they want it fast. And when they don't get it, they get angry. And that's January. That's called January for me (laughs) in this other job. And then of course I have other clients that I work for and there. I might go in the zone there, but it's not like coding where you can spend two or three solid days in the zone trying to get one thing done Mm
1: -hmm.
0: i mean what what is what is that like and i know that you have stuff that's not coding that you have to do but
1: what's what's the question
0: oh my question i think it was i was kind of throwing back i was kind of trying to do a professional segue back to you yeah what is the flow of your work. work like huh
1: that's not gonna work um,
0: okay, a professional segue is not going to work, or the question's not going to work. The
1: the professional segue. Uh, okay,
0: sorry <laughs> about that. Wait, what's the question? You've been rambling for a long time, Nick. I'm falling asleep.
1: <laughs> yeah, and my wine <sighs> my wine glass is empty.
0: Um,
1: yeah. I usually, I mean, I'm not going to work. I don't usually work um, on a single thing for two days but uh, I'll I'll work on one thing maybe for two hours and then just to get something different, I'll uh, pick up another thing. But uh, for me, and I'm not going to be there working on one thing for two hours straight because I need to take breaks and I'm not as good as I should be with that, at least when I'm at home. It's much easier in the office. Um, So it's... it helps me a lot to take a break every half hour, maybe uh, 45 minutes. Not a 45-minute break, but taking a break after 45 minutes and then keep going uh, with that thing. But it helps a lot, not even even uh, if there's a meeting scheduled and even if it's our daily scrum stand-up meeting uh, that happens at 11.15 every day. Uh, I have a hard time concentrating on hard tasks uh, even half an hour before because i have on my mind that in half an hour i have to be prepared for this meeting Um, so the fewer meetings we have the fewer uh, people that come around and ask things the better it is for what i do at least for the things that i that I'm paid to do. Because as you mentioned, there are things that, uh, or maybe, th- you know, my teasers also something that I'm not paid to do. I will do it in my work time, but it's not, it will never be the priority of what I do at work here.
0: Yeah. So we kind of went off the, we went off our <laughs> plan, I think a little bit. We were supposed to trade, um, <clears throat> the The plan that we discussed beforehand was something that I forgot. No podcast that we've been on. So you, you talked about a podcast you've been on. I talked about a podcast I want to be on. Eamon, bring me on your podcast. But I'm never going to say this publicly on Facebook. If you're listening to this podcast, I would love to come on your podcast. I, but I'm not a festival like I'm. He interviews luminaries and very amazing people that have done amazing things in the festival scene. It's like what I. I revive generators and fix art projects and do other random sort of things in a crusty burner way. I'm not a, not a pretty prince of the festival circuit. Um, anyway, so another podcast that I've been on that I wanted to mention that I just realized was fireside with lay, which after, and I'm, looking at this now, which after 22 episodes, the last episode is February of 2019. um, Looks like it's on hiatus. He's doing a second season. Are we going to season up our episodes or no, no. Okay. Yeah.
1: I know accuracy
0: third, this other podcast that I'm going to, that I'm going to appear on. They do seasons, but it's a podcast about burning man and so their seasons begin and end basic or their seasons begin when there's another burning man. Yeah. So they'll like season five episode. Yeah. So that that's, there's a seasonality to it. So that's, that's that. And I don't, I know I've been on other podcasts, but I'm really looking forward to being on accuracy third and talking about burning man.
1: Tell me about burning man.
0: And that's the re- that's one of the things I wanted to start doing is share stories about uh, is practice my Burning Man storytelling. And now I'm totally drawing a blank. So maybe we should save the storytelling for the next episode. I don't know how okay. far I, how many how many minutes are we we're into this one 40
1: something minutes yeah
0: because i've totally and i think we've we've got it thematically i think we're good talking about working from home what's that like for us i think that's a good that's a good episode i i like that right. um so i went you everybody knows i went back to burning man um And I want to, and that's the thing is I tell these, I listen to Accuracy Third, I listen to podcasts. Do you ever listen to podcasts and think, oh, I could do that, or I could tell that story that way, or I have something similar along those lines and I want to share it. And you might think about it as you're falling asleep or whatever, and it just never comes out otherwise. No. Oh, okay. Well, you
1: tell me, you tell me what, what do you mean by that? or give me an example.
0: Well, when I'm listening to Slim for example, if you if you look listen to one episode of accuracy, let's that's, that's another good draft. If you only listen to one episode of your favorite podcast, what would that episode be? Mm-hmm. And so for the accuracy third one, it's the one Lightning in a Stone Soup, or my friend Slim, who is an amazing storyteller. He is an incredible storyteller. I'll listen to him tell stories. I'll have equally interesting stories to tell, but I won't be able to tell them as well as he tells them. Just events that have happened that are like the whole story about me and the head maze, which we'll save for another episode because we've been teasing people for too long and we have to get to our teaser episodes. What's your, you were, what, what, what is your big, what is your big news?
1: Uh, It's 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 not big news, but uh, this certainly happened quicker than I thought. But I will be a, no, I'm not going to call myself a professional podcaster, but because I'm going to produce a podcast during work time for my company, maybe I can't. Call myself a professional podcaster. Uh, so what we're gonna do is um, produce an internal podcast. So n- no one of you will ever uh, get to listen to it um, for my company. And the the basic idea is, well, there are three areas, but I feel like we can do better in terms of internal communication. So um, the, the the company is at what.
0: How big is your company? Yeah, ninety people. That you have an internal podcast.
1: Ninety people, and um, I I don't know how much I can uh, say, but but there are there 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 are there's potential for improving uh, the communication within the company within uh, uh, certain teams. Um, So between teams, I mean, uh, understanding first of all who is who because not everybody knows everybody anymore that was very different apparently two years ago or even one year ago um and uh, i don't even know what certain teams do or what they do every day Uh, so that is one part of that and um also there are there's x we have a lot of pretty great people working there they they do pretty amazing stuff and they know a lot they have what i would call expert knowledge that is distributed very unevenly which is lies in the nature of expert knowledge but um some people know a lot a lot about a certain topic and that some of these topics would be super interesting to uh, a lot of other people in the company, but we have no way of sharing this knowledge. And uh, so uh, the second part of-
0: Is it sharing the knowledge that the person has or sharing the fact that there is this person in the company that has that knowledge? it
1: is sharing the knowledge that the person has and maybe it's it's knowledge that pretty big decisions are based upon um, within the company, but uh, very few people really understand um, this topic. And so um, we will also try to explain, uh, to go deep into some of these um, topics. Then there are some more ideas, but yeah, that's that's it. Um, and we're gonna... So we have a small team of three people who came up with this idea and we found each other at, at the Christmas party, talked about it and... Uh, had to resolve a few legal questions and then um get approval from you know certain parts of the company and we got that and we're going to do that and uh, it's going to be interesting and i hope it will be a good tool to yeah t- to bring everybody in the in the company closer together just get get everybody to uh, know each other better and understand more of the very, very diverse topics that we deal with.
0: That's sweet. You're going to actually be a professional. I think if you're getting paid, <laughs> not by Patreon, if you're like on company time in your regular job, or our Eamon Armstrong, um, <laughs> well, I actually know Spotify flew him out to do an episode of his podcast at Spotify's headquarters. Or both of their offices, I think one in Berlin and one in, anyway. Um, That's awesome. So you are, I think you can legitimately say you are now a professional podcaster. So I'm podcasting with a professional podcaster. Cool. And let's hope I'm not popping my peas on this. I feel the peas popping in my mouth. But, so my news. Tell me about it. Well, I'm going to tell I remember We're telling everybody about yeah. it now. <laughs> well, all five people that listen to our podcast. Um, so, Kristen's pregnant. We are – Kristen is my first 12 question, weeks along.
1: I'm sorry. My The first okay, question that popped into my mind was, was it you?
0: Very funny. Um, yes. It Yes. This is, I mean, there's almost no question at this. I mean, there's always a question. Of course, there is. Like, is your father actually your father? Is it, but um, no, it's, it's yes. It is very yes. Um, 12 weeks, you say. Crap, now you make That's... me want to have a DNA test on dog. No, yeah, like, no, why no. Are do- that was why are you not, doing this to That me?
1: was not my intention. It, it's just, I know, I know. That was the intention. one question Here that I it, always ask.
0: A, I know. It's a joke. <laughs> I know. I understand. <laughs> it's, I, and if our situations were reversed, I probably would have been like, wait, are Catherine and you still sleeping together? Are you sure about that? You're the fuck? Yeah, I, I understand that. But yeah, no, she's uh, 12 weeks along right now. And uh, yeah, I never thought this was going to happen. I'm. In my forties, Kristen is also in her forties, and that's kind of yeah. Wow. Yeah,
1: that's uh, pretty amazing. Congratulations. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you, thank you. And then, of course, I'm I'm putting this here to see how widely it will go. Just, just to see, we're going to find out who all of our listeners are now. Um, because I haven't even posted, I'm not probably not going to post it on Facebook to be totally honest with you, but, um, but yeah, there's that. And then on our next, when are we going to podcast again?
1: Uh, after you did the show notes for this one.
0: Okay. Cause I want to, I really do want to practice my burning man stories Mm -hmm. and get them out. So how about the next
1: one? And I need to practice my, uh, podcasting um, skills in general. I mean, the, the the company podcast will be in English, too. And oh. I will be asking the stupid questions.
0: Well, there you go. How about the next one, the next, just to give you practice. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you edit this, I promise you mm-hmm. I will do the show notes. with, And I'm making a solemn promise here. Within 24 hours of oui. you editing them. All right. And then we'll schedule a chance for us, because I do really want to actually be good on this podcast and have good stories. And then with you asking me questions about it, you knowing nothing about the stories, or nothing about the context mm-hmm. here, I should probably send you an accuracy third episode to listen to. Yeah. OK, I'll good. send you this. Just and I'll one. put the episode for Slim in the show notes. Yeah. And let's see if I remember the other show notes there. So that's, that's good. I, unfortunately, have to get back to work right about now, because I I work a lot, and I woke up moments ago, or moments before we began podcasting, and uh, does this feel like a good place to pin it? I'm sure Catherine probably wants you to come eat. Yeah, probably.
1: Or she doesn't care, Uh, one of the. We're or she's sure. already eaten, you know. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, sure. No, this is a very good uh, place. And I'm looking forward to our next episode where you will be the storyteller and I will be the uh, host.
0: And then we'll switch for another episode at some point. All right. Very good. Okay, sounds good. All right, thank you.
1: Take care, everybody. And now
0: because I take calls oh. all day, I want to wrap awesome. up the everything professionally, but let's just say we've dropped all the bombs and it is storytelling on the next episode of Several Ways to Live. Dun dun dun.